Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 ladies. Welcome back to another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I am your favorite, your favorite brand strategist and brand designer. Back for another episode of the Britney Smith Podcast. And today's guest is my new friend all the way from Cleveland, Ohio, Jackie Biebenroth. And she is a change marketer. And I love that term because not only will she help you change your business, but she helps you change your mind. Um, you know, change is her jam. So we're going to talk about how to change some things in both our business and our life today. Jackie, thank you so much for joining joining us. Brittany, thanks for having me. I love your energy and obviously your content, but your energy. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we're going to jump right in here. So first and foremost, Jackie, tell us um, in your own words, who you are, what you do and why you are qualified to talk to us about change. You bet. So um, I own a firm called Muse. I've been in marketing 25 years. I've owned this business for 10. And over time, we've really structured the business to work with people who help people. And those people are typically people who are coaches, who are working to help someone improve their life, or doctors who are working to help someone be more healthful. Um, and even fitness uh, brands that are, are just working to help people feel their best. And in doing that, helping people who help people, we've noticed this theme of change. So mm. these brands are not just selling a product or service, they're selling a transformation. And when you sell a transformation, you have uh, a different level of communication that you must put out into the world. And so that's what we do. Awesome. 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 And, and so when you talk about selling transformation, like even that, um, I find that it can be really hard or it can be really easy depending upon what kind of transformation you are presenting. Um, and so let's talk about that. Talk about some of your, um, I would say your ideal clients, right? Like, is there a certain type of person that you like to work with and, um, how is it, that they come to you? Like, how do they find you and, and know that you're the right one for them? Well, everything comes to us from word of mouth and referral. I'm hoping to change that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're sort of the cobbler's kids have no shoes in our own marketing programs. But um, our ideal client <laughs> is uh, someone who really wants to make an impact on their audience. And uh, so one of our niches is uh, functional medicine. These are doctors who believe in treating the root cause, not just giving you a pill for a symptom. And when you treat the root mm -hmm. cause, you quite often have to encourage someone to make a lifestyle change. So mm -hmm. that's a longer term commitment 
than yes. simply taking a pill and moving on your merry way. And um, some people are more successful at that than others. Um, what I will say is the challenges that people expect overnight transformation because our society has led us to believe that I'm here, I buy a product, I do a service, and then suddenly I'm a before and now I'm an after. And what right. they don't show us is all of the work and the starts and stops and the failures and resets that go into that process. Mm -hmm. And so we're very much committed to working with our clients to help them increase the longevity of their patient or customer value. Meaning like you don't just want to have a customer for one purchase. You want to keep that customer for the long term. Right. Right. And in doing so, um, have a higher level of success and make a, a better impact on people. Sure. And so with your focus being on the change and on the transformation, talk to us about some of the ways that you have found are better for marketing change. You know what I'm saying? Because like, we know, like when people hear change, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> so, so what is your approach totally. to marketing transformation or change? Yeah, so that's a that's another great question. So when I was a young copywriter 20, 25 years ago, just starting out, I remember my creative director saying to me specifically, never use that word change in marketing. People are afraid of change. Mm. And we don't want to scare people. We want them to buy our stuff, you know? Right. <laughs> and that really sparked a curiosity and intention around that. Like, why are people scared of change? Um, and what I will say is that that still is true today. And if you are someone who is in the business of transformation, that is a real problem, but you get around it in different ways. So sure. I'll give you one example of that. We've done a lot of studying of behavioral change. I'm certainly not a behavioral change therapist or anything like that. I'm just a communications expert. Um, and in the field of behavioral change, there's a model called the trans-theoretical model of change. Mm -hmm. And basically, two psychologists back in the 70s studied why people quit smoking. And they came out with one reason. <laughs> and it's like the most common sense reason you could think of. People quit smoking because they intend to quit smoking. They have an intention you're oh not going to convince people who don't want to quit smoking to quit smoking. If they don't, if they're, right. if they're, if they're thriving in their own complacency, it's not your job to convince them. And so what I would say to any audience who's listening, who might have a transformational business, like don't waste your breath on trying to convince someone to make a change. You need to reach them when they're in the mindset and ready for your change. Yeah. That's, that's good. And, and when you talk about being complacent in their dysfunction, like yeah. you're right, there, there's no moving that elephant if he's intent on sitting there, you know? Um, yeah. So that's, that's very, very powerful. And so how are, how do you demystify the word change? Like, how do we get more comfortable and more cozy with the idea of change? You know, personally, to me, it's both in my own mental game and for our clients, um, we still use change, but we often transition to language that's like more optimistic and forward thinking 
like change conveys an event. And I may or may not want to go through that event because what's on the other side of it and all of these things, you know, you get anxiety about that. Sure. Um, so we use words like growth. Um, you know, I, I love the phrase personal growth. Personal growth in its very nature requires a lot of changes, but I don't go into those changes going like, I'm going to change. It's more like, I'm going to grow. <laughs> It, it does feel a lot less aggressive. It, it feels yeah. more inviting. And I think because we subconsciously know that growth is a process, you know, when I think of growth, I automatically think of plants, you know, and you see how yeah. they, they have those time-lapse videos where the seed goes in the ground and then there's a little sprout and then the sprout gets a leaf. And like, it's like, okay, that makes me feel happy. <laughs> So I'm going to be the seed, you know, um, yeah. as opposed to change. And that's it. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> I don't like it. You know, so no, that's that's very, very true. Um, and so when you take people through a growth process, whether it is in their business or in their lives or even for you personally, what are some of the things that you notice um, are the best motivators for that action to be taken? Well, so I'll answer that in two parts. So there's a motivator to spark the action and then there's motivators to sustain the action. And quite often those are two different things. So I was a Pilates instructor sort of on the side through my twenties and thirties. And I remember people would come in and want to you know, do Pilates because almost always they just wanted to slim down. Like I heard Pilates is just going to slim me down. I'm, I'm going to fit into those pants again. And so that is a quick win or something that might spark their intention. Can Pilates slim you down? Sure. Um, so yeah, let's start working together. Pilates but I'm not going to, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, and like, let's go through and get you started on your goal because what you think you want is often different than what you actually need. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, time out. Time yeah. out. Yeah. What you think you want is often different than what you actually need. I need somebody. I need us to just marinate. <laughs> right? yeah. You just you set a mouthful right there. What you think you want is often different than what you actually need. And, and, you know, you don't have to necessarily have a response, but like, why do you think that is? Uh, I think it's because people, at least in, in personal change, are often motivated by the symptom or the most topical thing. Mm -hmm. So I have back pain. I want to fix it. Um, not like I have posture problems <laughs> and I need, mm -hmm. you know, um, so I think it's, it's really like the most obvious, simple thing that they get hooked into. Right. And that's something for marketers to know because that piques someone's attention. If that's, if that's their perceived problem, you've got a solution to that. Let's talk. Yeah. But when you get them talking and you get them coming into your transformative program, now they start to experience this, the, the true benefits, right. which in Pilates is moving through the world with grace and control. It's standing up taller, you know, having more 
presence in any room you walk into. Right. Um, uh, you know, eliminating back pain, all of these things. But mainly, we're going to start by helping you slim down, and then we're going to move into. It. <laughs> yes. No. No. You're you're right on it. And um, you know, even as I think about the world of branding, people come to me and they say, "I need a website." And I'm right. like, okay, great. And then they show me what they have. And I'm like, sister, you need to on the website. Like, what are we going to put on your website? I don't know. Totally. Yeah, like we need to start from the beginning, get this together over here, and then put that on the website. And so it, you're right. It invites them into the transformation. And um, so for the ladies who are listening right now, who you're thinking about who your target audience is, identify some of the symptoms to the, the issue that you know is a deeper issue. Like, you know, they need to take care of, you know, their inner trauma before they can find love again. Well, they just want to go out on a date, right? Well, <laughs> we'll take about, we'll take care of the date. But when you come into my program, you are going to deal with the inner trauma so that when you go on that date, and you make a connection, it can be a long lasting connection as opposed to something that you screw up because of the issues that you have inside. Right. So it, it's very, very, um, it's very important that we know the symptoms to the issue, not just the issue that we cause, but the blah, backing up. It's important that we know the issue that we solve, but it's also as equally important to know the symptoms of that issue so that we can speak the language of the audience and that they can come into our space looking for what they want and we can give them what they need. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I'll tell Ooh. you what you just, that was a perfect example. And what you just described is the ideal, we call it um, solution-based selling mm. um, in, in marketing to your point about I just need a website. Well, you need a lot more than that, but we're going to get you a website. But through that process, you're going to, you're going to be enlightened and transformed. Just trust me. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, but you know what? I'll say this and I, I just wanted to put this disclaimer out there. People never want to hear how complicated something is. That's a mm. real bummer. That's Ooh. a, that's a, like a, that's a, um, you're going to kill that sale. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what you can do to manage their expectations is say, okay, we're going to get you what you think you want, and we're going to take you through this process. And one of the things that has come out in our studies of, of change and what makes people stay uh, with you for the long haul is understanding where they are in the process. So mm -hmm. with your example, if you have a process for uncovering that inner trauma and then, you know, moving through that, maybe there's some benchmarks. Maybe there's like a discovery session. Maybe there's full immersion integration sessions. Maybe there's a, a point of closure in that so that someone's really, they're buying into a process right. without truly understanding the deeper levels of service. Yes. And then, then they're like, just like totally amazed by you. Right. Um, right. And you've earned their trust along the way. Yeah. And, and now that you're saying it that way, I think about, you know, when you look at these coaches and all these different people out there and they have their, you know, I have my um, such and such method or my this steps to this or whatever. And they make it sound like they make it sound like something when it's really I'm inviting you into my process. That's going to be really hard, but you have to trust me because we're going to make it to the end of this is really what they're saying. Yeah, but like totally. because they package it in this nice little like, oh, it's an acronym for something. And, it, <laughs> you know, it's a, a nice five step thing that I can understand right. on the surface. People are yeah. drawn in by that. 
You know what I'm yes. saying? So that's definitely, um, you know, as we're talking about it, a marketing strategy, right? You know, take yeah. your process and put it in some kind of vehicle that the client is like, ooh, that's nice. And then they get inside of it and it's like, oh, snap. I had no idea <laughs> what I was signing up for. But to your point, they appreciate it. Once they get in there, they appreciate the steps. They learn so much about themselves, let alone the actual issue that you're addressing. Um, And that's the fun part for me. That is the fulfilling part, the rewarding part for me as a brand strategist. Like, yeah, I'm going to take you through the process to get to your website. But what you're going to discover about yourself and how amazing you are along the way is really the win for me. Um, Outside of the paycheck, obviously, like the win is you coming to that aha, like, oh, wow, I am somebody. I do have something to offer. I am valuable. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's my favorite thing. Um, so what is, with that being said, what is your favorite part of what you do? Oh man, so much. Like to the point where like, I never say I'm going to work. I always say I'm going to the office because I it doesn't feel like work. I love- yeah channeling the minds of people and getting into the nuances of why they make decisions. I love working hand in hand with my clients um, and like helping them express their passion in ways that bring them joy and also money. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we're in marketing after all. Joy you know, and money. I'm here uh, for joy it. Joy and money. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I also really enjoy these days, um, building my team. Uh, We have a team of six women here and we are growing bigger by the year. We just won a business growth award um, today, actually. And um, I'm just so proud of, um, you know, uh, our team and and our leaders. And and, um, this this conversation around change is relatively new in our industry. So we're trying to blaze a trail for it. So that's why I appreciate being on podcasts like yours. Yay. Awesome. And awesome. Kudos to you having a team of six people like, woohoo. Um, and that, that's a, another conversation for another day. But a lot of my um, conversations on the show, we touch on why it's so important to hire a team. Um, yeah. If you are going to be a six figure anything, you need a team. Um, I, you know, and then there's always that that delicate, like, I need a team, but I don't know if I can afford to hire, but I need a team so I can make money to afford to hire. Um, and, and it's a dance that we do as as um, not just women in business, but as entrepreneurs in general. Um, so yeah, kudos to you. Congratulations on all of it. Um, so is there anything that you have for us over at Muse that we can sign up for? Um, is there a mailing list? How can we hang out with you in all the spaces? Oh, you bet. Thank you for asking. Uh, we are at museheadquarters.com. And we're also, I think that's our Instagram as well. Um, I have an Instagram that I am committing in 2023 <laughs> to post more than twice a year, uh, Jackie B. Roth. And uh, I think I think that's it. Oh, Facebook and things like that. But yeah, museheadquarters.com. Uh, we have a newsletter. Uh, we'd love to see uh, more folks on that. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking all about change um, and change marketing. Awesome. Awesome. Listen, Jackie, this was great. 
Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Brittany Smith podcast. And ladies, I know that you were able to grab some nuggets from this. So I hope that you take it and run with it. For me, it was the solution-based marketing and really honing in on the symptoms of the issue that you solve or the problem that you solve so that you can catch the right fish um, in the sea. So uh, I'm excited. Make sure you guys check us out online. Um, You can get the podcast either on Apple Podcasts or anything wherever you're listening, you can share it on those platforms as well. And you can join us in the female coaches, consultants, and content creators group on Facebook and hang out with us there as well. You get, just so you guys know, in the Facebook group, you get the latest episode actually the Friday before it airs on the Tuesday, if that makes sense. It airs every Tuesday on Podcast World, but you get it first in the group on the Friday before. So you'll get it first. So join us in the group if you want to be like in the exclusive group. Um, You can watch it there. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl, I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.